just a couple hours away from the start of the NFL season, Bills and the defending champion Rams coming up tonight, SoFi Stadium in L.A., Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, ESPN Plus, Chris Carlin, Amber Wilson in for Canty. He'll be back from his honeymoon early next week. Amber, how about this? As we are about set to make our picks for the division winners, wildcard teams, all the picks for the season. An Arizona better has placed a $110,000 bet on the Rams to cover plus two and a half tonight. Wow. 110 grand. That is not Mattress Mac, by the way. Who is well, no, in I mean, it. that would be like a million and a half if it was Mattress <laughs> Mac, let's be real. Uh, still 110 grand, probably have a little bit more money than me. Uh, yeah, uh, that's a nice bet. Uh, I'm surprised a lot of people are pulling for the bills and are hot on the bills. It almost makes you wonder if we're overstate, if we're overreacting and kind of sleeping on the defending champs a bit. Yeah, it kind of feels like we might be. And there's a lot of people picking the bills for the Super Bowl. So exactly what is going to happen this year? We tell you right now with our Canty and Carlin picks, Amber Wilson, let's start in the AFC. Give me your division winners. I'll start in the AFC East. Are we ping-ponging these? You go right ahead and, and go Just through and give me a slate. reason for each one. All right. AFC East, I will take the Buffalo Bills as the winner. This division, even though my Miami Dolphins, I think, will finish second in the division, this one's easy for me. I think it's very, very clear-cut. It's the Bills and then everybody else. I'll take the Indianapolis Colts in the South to win that division. A little bit tougher for me. I did debate and go a little bit back and forth with the Tennessee Titans. I do think the Titans could be scarier than we realize if you have a healthy backfield and everybody with that Titans team is healthy, but I just can't ignore the departure of A.J. Brown. I've never been a big Ryan Tannehill person uh, since I did watch him do his thing for seven years in Miami. Lovely person I'm talking about as a quarterback, so I'm going to go Indianapolis <laughs> Colts there. I just wanted to clarify that. That's not a bad. Uh, let's go. He's an awful human being and a bad quarterback. He's a, he's a, he's a, he's a hard worker. He's a great worker. He's just a very average quarterback, and uh, yeah, it's hard for me to buy into that Titans team, but it was a little bit of a difficult decision. The AFC North, I will take the Cincinnati Bengals. The Bengals, we saw them in the Super Bowl. They exceeded expectations. But I think where the expectation has to be set for this Bengals team that did improve and did get Joe Burrow some protection this offseason has to be at least winning this division. Not an easy decision for me because the Baltimore Ravens are sitting in that division. And if the Baltimore Ravens are healthy, then this complicates this division a whole lot. But I'm still going to stick with the Bengals because I do believe what I saw in Joe Burrow from last season and then the Chargers in the AFC West will be my pick to win this division this is obviously the hardest division or at least for me the hardest division to predict I went back and forth with quite frankly all well three of the four teams I never really debated the Broncos winning this division but the Chiefs the Raiders the Chargers I could see any of those teams winning the division I settled on the Chargers a very improved Chargers team with Justin Herbert at the helm I love your picks. I do. I'll start in the East. I've got the Bills to win the division, and there's really nobody else. They're minus 240 on Caesar Sportsbook to win the division. And to me, that is, even though they're such a prohibitive favorite, it's an easy call. It's an easy call on the Cincinnati Bengals, too. They're a plus 160. There's a little value there, but why would I bet against them? 
you know, they, they're a young team that keeps getting better and better, and they made this miraculous jump this past year. But that talent is still very much in place, and they have improved since last year. The Indianapolis Colts, because, frankly, somebody's got to win the AFC South. <laughs> and it's going to be the Colts. I, they're at minus 140. Look, Matt Ryan will make the Colts good enough to win that division. I still wonder about who's catching the ball from Matt Ryan, but I I honestly believe that that will be the difference for the Colts this year. And they are better defensively, especially getting Yannick Ngakwe. And then in the West, we agree. what This is like your best value to win a division. The Chargers at plus 220. I mean, that's that's amazing. And I know it's because the AFC West is so good, but, I mean, that's a really good price for a team that, if you want to be honest and look at it overall, are the Chargers the most talented team in the West? I think they are. So we agree on all the division winners? Look at us. We agree on every single one of them. That's why I say I love your picks. What about the wild card teams? Let's do that right now. Your three wild card teams. Oh, my goodness. I'll give it to you. I'll go first. I'll you give go you first. Second. Kansas City Chiefs will make a wild card. We concur. Minus 240 to make the playoffs this year. There's no reason to think that Patrick Mahomes alone isn't enough reason to expect the Chiefs to make a wild card. The Baltimore Ravens, minus 165. Wild card team, Lamar Jackson will be the reason that they are a playoff team. And finally, a little off the board, I think, the Las Vegas Raiders will be your final wild card team this year. Well, Plus now, Carlin, 175 to make the playoffs. Now, Carlin, it looks like I'm copying your picks. See, I, you let Come me on. go first. Now It looked like you were copying my division winners. Now it looks like I'm copying your picks because I quite literally have the Chiefs, the Raiders, and the Raiders. Oh, come on. Fine. I do. I don't know what to tell you. Why do we agree on the entire I AFC? I don't know. What is that about? I don't know. But think about this for a sec. So you don't have the Dolphins making the playoffs. Well, it's, it's tough. But I, I don't believe. Well, okay. You know what? Who am I knocking off this list? No, you don't have to take anybody out. It's okay. I the can't. AFC. I, I'm hoping I'm wrong. I'm hoping I'm wrong. It is a loaded conference. I very much hope I'm wrong. I just have a hard time. I mean, I'm definitely not removing the Chiefs or the Ravens. It's no. the Raiders that I would maybe have the conversation about. Right. And I'm not going to force your hand to do that. Okay? I think right now you're good. And, and the thing that you have to look at, this is just how loaded... The AFC is. Look at all the teams that we're leaving out. New England, Miami, Pittsburgh, Tennessee, Denver, even Cleveland, as talented as they are. I mean, those are seven teams that all think they should be playoff teams this year. True? Yes. I mean, yeah. not everybody can make it. That's the problem with the AFC. Now, in the NFC, we're all about to struggle even naming teams. We are. Right? And we're going to get <laughs> to our NFC about. teams in just a moment. But I ask you this. Who is coming out of the AFC? What is your AFC championship game? The Buffalo Bills. Oh, we're doing AFC championship game. Well, I have the Buffalo Bills winning it. Spoiler alert. Okay. Um Oh, man. Who do you who do you have as your matchup? I have the Bills beating the Chargers in okay. Buffalo in I don't the AFC that. championship game. Let's go Bills and Bengals. Bills Bengals 
in the AFC Championship game. Love it. So we both have the Bills getting to the Super Bowl. The NFC and your MVP pick, your Defensive Player of the Year pick, it is all on the way in just moments. Get your pens out only if you're interested in making money. That is the motto around these parts. It's Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio and on ESPN+. Plus. I will tell you this. A couple of my NFC picks, I guarantee, I guarantee in a couple of my NFC picks, you did not copy them. I guarantee. We'll we will not out. agree on them. That is on the way in just moments. Canty and Carlin, Amber Wilson in for Canty on ESPN Radio and ESPN+. Plus. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Pardon the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio and ESPN Plus. Amber Wilson is in for Chris Canty. Let us run down the NFC, our division winners, our wild card winners, and our NFC championship to find out who is coming out to face the Bills in the Super Bowl. Plus MVP and Defensive Player of the Year picks. Amber Wilson, you begin. I will start in the NFC East with the Dallas Cowboys. This one made me nervous because it was very hard for me to pick. We were talking to Sal Powell earlier in the show. He told you how long it's been since somebody has stayed atop that division and how impossible it is. But there's some reason that I'm still buying in a little bit on the Dallas Cowboys. And I don't really know why, because you can argue that O-line has taken a step back. It's not as good as it was. Obviously, they no longer have Amari Cooper. I'm not one who believes that Ezekiel Elliott is all of a sudden going to have some monster year in a contract year. But I do believe who he has next to him in the backfield. I still believe overall this Cowboys team might be better than we expect. And I believe in Dak Prescott getting a full, healthy offseason and preseason for the first time since 2019. I think really that's what I guess is getting me there so I'm actually going to take the Dallas Cowboys but it was difficult taking them over the Eagles Uh, moving on to which I know is going to be different from you already moving on to the NFC South I will take the Tampa Bay Buccaneers I have learned over the last 23 years or whatever it's been you don't bet against Tom Brady I'm not going to start betting against Tom Brady now yes there's some concerns with that Bucs team I actually don't think this division is particularly tough and I think Tom Brady's going to figure out a way with his quick release to deal with the injury issues that they have right now on the O-line Moving on to the north, uh, the Packers. I mean, Mm. this one, 
is pretty easy for me, frankly. Uh, I'm not betting it against should be. I don't think, yeah. I mean, this one's, I mean, some people are high on the Vikings. Uh, I'm not one of those people. Obviously, the Bears and Lions aren't even in the conversation. I mean, this one's pretty easy for me. Not choosing the Packers to win the Super Bowl. So we'll have another talk about Aaron Rodgers not being able to get it down uh, when it counts most. But I think he's going to take that division again. And finally, in the West, I will take the defending champs in the Los Angeles Rams. I'm okay. a little worried about Matthew Stafford's elbow, but not worried enough. Okay. All right. Okay. Rams, by the way, plus 120 on Caesar Sportsbook to win that division. And I'll just start there because we agree on that. And okay. my, my issue with the West is simply I don't believe in the Cardinals enough to really make a push at it. I'm worried about Trey Lance. If Trey Lance comes out and is everything that the 49ers expected him to be when they traded away their three first-round picks, that's great. I think it's asking a lot. I still, I He's going to be a really good player. It's just not yet. And that's why Garoppolo is back. So I will ride the Rams simply based on right now they're the best team. And they are still very top-heavy. Uh, we go to the East. The Philadelphia Eagles are going to win the NFC Eastern Division. Why? They're just better. They're a better team than the Dallas Cowboys. They are. And the Eagles at plus 130 have it all riding on Jalen Hurts. You know I've been a big Jalen Hurts fan for a really long time. They've given him A.J. Brown. Miles Sanders is still a good player. They have a fantastic offensive line. Their defensive front is very tough. Eagles are the best team in the NFC East, which is really not saying a whole lot. That's like saying Amber is the thinnest person on this show. That, that's basically the equivalent. Because the competition is nothing to really, you know, get too excited about. The North is the Packers. They're minus 170 for a reason. Why would I pick anybody else in the NFC North until I see otherwise? until I see actually somebody else step up and challenge them. And then it's almost out of, you know, it's not apathy, but it's like, who else? I, I, I have to take the Buccaneers. Even though I don't think Brady is going to play with the same edge that he normally does. Like, don't get me wrong. Okay, betting against Tom Brady, you lose a lot of money along the way. But at some point, it's got to end. And I think everything going on could play a role for him this year. And I'm kind of banking on that. But the problem is they're minus 280 to win the division because nobody else in that division. You can talk about the Saints all you want. Everybody can go jump on the Saints. Good luck. You're going to lose your money. I, I am not on board with the New Orleans Saints. So I have the Bucks winning the NFC South. So the only one we disagree on in the NFC with the division winners is the NFC East. You've got the Cowboys. I've got the Eagles. Wild card. Go. That's where you'll find your Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, I will make them mm. one of the wild card teams uh, in there. Also, the San Francisco 49ers will make an appearance as a wild card team. And the Arizona Cardinals. You mentioned the Cardinals. I also kind of don't know what to do with them, but I guess I feel like they're good enough where they should make a wild card in this so, conference. So, what's interesting here is. You've got three out of the four in the AFC West and yep. three out of the four in the NFC West mm -hmm. making the postseason. I mean, where else are these coming from in these divisions? Who else you got? Well, I do have the 49ers okay. making the postseason because Garoppolo is there and they will turn to him. They will not throw their season away.
because of Trey Lance. They are minus 220 to make the playoffs. The Cowboys are minus 260 to make the playoffs. They're going to make the playoffs. But they're going to disappoint. They're going to lose in the first round of the postseason. I have no doubt about that. But again, you know, when you are playing against the Giants and you're playing against the Commanders four times and you look at the Cowboys' schedule, there should be enough wins there. The NFC, it's not great, Ember. It's it's just it's really not, not great. And that leads me to my third and final wild card team, the Minnesota Vikings. Wow. I'll take the Vikings to make the playoffs. And the big reason why, I'm a huge Kevin O'Connell fan. I That offense, you watch. Kirk Cousins could throw for 5,000 yards this year. He honestly could. With, with Jefferson, with Thielen, with everything they have, they are going to chuck it all over the lot, and it's going to be a much more efficient passing game. You watch. Justin Jefferson and Thielen are going to combine for well over 200 catches this season. I considered them, too. When I was, when I was deciding on the Cardinals, it was like the Saints, the Vikings, or the Cardinals. Who do and I And you want? know why? Because the NFC is not very good. Right. <laughs> Comparatively speaking, we just talked about we had seven teams that were going to get really left out that you look at and could legitimately make it in the AFC. In the NFC, you've got two. The Cardinals, and we're both picking against the Saints. We don't like the Saints this year because of Jameis Winston. So I'm leaving the Saints out of the postseason. Who is in your NFC championship game? The Rams will play the Bucks. Tom Brady's going to do it. He's going to make another Super Bowl. Wow. In his final run. I don't know what I'm doing there other than he's just the GOAT and it's hard to it's just hard to count him out. I I have got the Eagles winning over the Green Bay Packers. And once again Aaron Rodgers will disappoint in a big situation. And the Eagles will win this game. It might be on the road. It might be on the road. But the Eagles to win an NFC championship plus eleven hundred right now. So Super Bowl 57 for me is the Bills and the Eagles. And for you, it's Tom Brady and the Bucks against the Bills. Are you riding the Bucks to win the title? You don't bet against the greatest to ever do it. Maybe this is his final season for real. He's 45 years old. Things apparently seemingly, rumor mill-wise, are crumbling at home. He's going to throw everything he has into football. It'll be all the more reason for him to be motivated this season. My money's going to stay so, with the Bucks. In the Super Bowl, I have got the Bills over the Philadelphia Eagles. Okay. I've got the, the Eagles beating the Packers in the NFC Championship game. And then the Bills, heavy favorite that they are. America is choosing the Buffalo Bills this year. And trust me, that scares the daylights out of me. But You're here I am. Right. America's not normally right. Yeah. And as Three we said, said, this right? is a stat to keep in mind as you are making your selections to win the Super Bowl. In the last 15 years, only three times has the odds-on betting favorite at the beginning of the year won the Super Bowl. The 2016 and 2018 Patriots and the 2019 Chiefs, and frankly, that's what I think these Buffalo Bills are, the 2019 Chiefs. Amber, who is your most valuable player? My most valuable player is a team that I don't have... (laughs) Going to a Super Bowl by any means, uh, but Justin Herbert, I think he's going to end up being the MVP this season. Listen, it's an excellent choice. It's obviously a very strong choice. 
And if you were interested in wagering on it, Caesar Sportsbook right now, Justin Herbert, plus 900. Myself, I will take Lamar Jackson to have that kind of magical year. Ravens won't win the division. They'll make the postseason, and the only reason that they will is Lamar Jackson, plus 1,800 right now. Your defensive player of the year, Amber Wilson, is... I I really struggled with this one between Micah Parsons and T.J. Watt. I'm going Micah Parsons, though. Just the trajectory of him, I just feel like it's his time. It's going to be his year. It's plus 1,000 for Micah Parsons, and I'm going to go off the board a a little bit. A little bit. Nick Bosa, defensive player of the year for the 49ers, plus 1,400. After it is all said and done right now, how are you feeling about your picks? Nervous, like I always do when I make picks, especially on national radio where we can dig up the podcast at the end of the playoffs and we can see how very wrong you and I were, or maybe how very right. That's why the view is always best from the cheap seats, because we (laughs) don't have to be right. It's Katie and Carlin on ESPN Radio and on ESPN Plus. She is Amber Wilson in for Chris Canty. Bills and Rams tonight. So we've both got the Bills in the Super Bowl. Will they live up to the hype? Will they make us look like fools tonight? (laughs) Well, we don't need their help. It's Canton Carlin, ESPN Radio. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And... Boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. The Bills are the Super Bowl betting favorites at about 6-1 to one across all sports books. Two major reasons for that. One, they have the highest power rating. So that means on a neutral field, they'd be favored over every other team, which is kind of evident on opening night. Buffalo laying 2.5 on the road against the defending champs. Two, they also theoretically have an easier path to the one seed and thus home field advantage in the playoffs. The next three AFC teams in terms of Super Bowl odds are all in the AFC West. Chiefs, Chargers, and Broncos. So the thought process is it will be very tough for any of those teams to finish with a better record than Buffalo. That's ESPN Sports Betting Insider Doug Kazarian. Yeah, those teams are going to be beaten up on one another. Meanwhile, I got the New England Patriots You know, winning less games than the Jets. I can't believe I'm saying that, but it's true. That's what I got. Although, Amber, earlier today, like only the Jets, we heard about Zach Wilson. First of all, it's first it's he can play this week maybe, and then it turns into week four. And then earlier today, Dwayne Brown, who they signed uh, to play tackle after Mekhi Becton got injured, now he's injured and he's got a shoulder injury. So they've got issues all over the place. 
Yeah, the luck of the, it's like the luck of your, the Irish, but like it's the luck of the New York Jets. And in this case, it's a very bad thing. I, I'm not with you on the Patriots having more losses than the Jets. I understood what you were doing there, though. Like it felt like, especially coming off of that draft, like the Jets, things are going to turn around. This is going to be the season. Not they're not going to win anything yet, but they're, they're on the right path. And all of a sudden, skirt, and they still feel like the Jets, at least today. I think that the Bills are really aided by this division. The Bills are the new Patriots. For so long, the reason the Patriots were as dominant as they are is, yes, Bill Belichick's great. And, yes, Tom Brady's the greatest of all time. But also because that team played in the AFC East. And let's not pretend like that didn't have a lot to do with it. The Bills now find themselves in that same or similar situation. I think the Dolphins are going to be better. But I think the Patriots and the Jets are going to be easy work for this Buffalo team. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, ESPN Plus, presented by Progressive Insurance. She's Amber Wilson. I'm Chris Carlin. My friends, as we said, brought to you by ESPN, uh, brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Insurance for motorcycles, boats, RVs, for protection on the road and on the water. See how much you can save at 1-800-PROGRESSIVE and Progressive.com. And speaking of the bills, look, we're all picking them. And you look across the boards as you look on TV and you look across ESPN, so many people are picking the Buffalo Bills to win the Super Bowl. And I'm uneasy with that right now, as I think a lot of people are when you make that pick and then you see everybody else is on board with it. I'm like, oh, God, can I go anywhere else? No, I got to stick with what I believe. But everybody seems to think that they are going to live up to it including Joe Buck, ESPN's Monday Night Football, their newest play-by-play broadcast. I think they're worthy of that hype. I think Josh Allen is everything you want in a quarterback, both on and off the field. I think he loves being in Buffalo, and they love him there. Talent-wise, they're loaded. I think they are clearly the best team in the AFC East, and then whoever comes out of that AFC West I think is going to be a tough team to beat. But, yeah, I, I think they're worthy of the hype, and then, you have, as you guys know, you have to go out there and do it. Joe is on KJM this morning. Don't be, don't forget tomorrow morning, 6 a.m. Eastern, for all of the reaction, all of the analysis from tonight's opener, Rams and Bills, tomorrow morning with Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. I want to believe that they are worth it, obviously, because I just picked them to win the Super Bowl. I want to believe it for the city of Buffalo. And I want to believe it just because... Sometimes the most talented team should win, and the Bills are by far the most talented team. By far? By far. I mean, by far. Like, I was waiting for you to expand on that. That's why I paused to Pete, because I I think by far. Did your mouth drop when I said that? Well, yeah, a little bit. By far. I mean, I think that's, I mean, now I have the Bills in the Super Bowl, and I'm a little shocked by, like, the by far they're the most talented team. There's a lot of talented teams in the league this year. I think that the Bills, because also coming off of that heartbreaking loss that I think is a really good learning experience because they didn't just sit on their hands this offseason. They got better. I think Von Miller is going to be a huge addition for this Buffalo team, and I believe in Josh Allen. And because of all of that, then yes, I can see the Buffalo Bills being in the Super Bowl. But I have the trepidation that you have. Now, you picked them. 
Mm-hmm. But everyone's jumping on them. So it's like when everyone's zigging, I kind of feel the need to zag, which is why I chose the Bucks over them. Yeah. <laughs> win, you know, I'm like, I'm a little uncomfortable with everybody being so hot on the Bills, even though I also started off very hot on the Bills. Look, they, they had a couple of concerns on the offensive line. They fixed that after some losses. They, uh, I think a guy that we don't talk about that is going to be a big factor for them is James Cook, the rookie running back, uh, who by midseason I think is going to be their primary guy. Gabe Davis, as he wants to be called, by the way, not Gabriel, Gabe, is, you heard Aaron Dolan earlier say this, jump on him for an anytime touchdown scorer tonight. Uh, I think it's a great bet, but I also think he's somebody that really blossomed last year to go with Stephon Diggs. Dawson Knox just got an extension. And in the Bills defensively, you mentioned Miller. Uh, Tredavious White's still down, and they still have a a rookie corner out there in in Elam. But it's going to be very interesting right away to see how much better they are when they get to full strength, when Tredavious White is back. I love the name Gabriel. And every Gabriel I know just goes by Gabe, you know? Mother's everywhere, just upset, Hmm. I would imagine. I'm trying to think if I know any Gabriel. I love that. Well, probably, I know you probably know Gabe's. <laughs> I know plenty of Gabe's. Yeah, Gabriel's such a beautiful name. Gabriel Iglesias. I think that's so, the only one I can it, think of. It's Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, and on ESPN Plus. Listen, if you want to make money, you stick around. If you don't, that's up to you. But we're going to make you some money in just a few minutes. We got the play of the day coming up, and we have got three and out on the way, which includes. A massive, massive contract that was doled out today. And it wasn't to Lamar Jackson. It's next. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio. But first, I got to tell you about Disney Plus. Because Mm. it's Disney Plus Day, Carlin. So I have to tell the people, your wish has been granted. With the Disney Plus Day offer with huge new releases dropping. Like Disney's Pinocchio, Marvel's Thor Love and Thunder, Pixar's Cars on the Road, Star Wars Obi-Wan Kenobi A Jedi's Return, and National Geographic's Epic Adventures of Bertie Gregory. Plus all new episodes and specials from Marvel's She-Hulk Attorney at Law, Dancing with the Stars, the pro's most memorable dances. And this September, nothing beats the Disney Plus Day offer. Only $1.99 for one month. Offer available now until September 19th. Then $7.99 a month after that. All of these and more. Now streaming. You don't want to miss it. It is Disney Plus Day. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at Shopify.com/network. All lowercase. Go to Shopify.com/network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify.com/network. According to the report from Shefty, it is that Matthew Stafford feels better now than he did at this time last year. Amber, that's not 100%. <laughs> that's not, that's I feel great. It's just right. setting the bar at where I felt last year at this time versus now. And remember this, I think that when we're talking about Stafford and he had this procedure and it's still a big story, It's not going to be a problem right away. It's going to be a problem when there's some more wear and tear on it. 
It feels like the Rams are anxious for this story to go away. And I've got bad news for them, Carlin. It's not going away. No matter how many times Adam Schefter tells us that he's fine. None of us care until we actually see it, right? I mean, that's not anything, obviously, against our very own Adam Schefter's report. It's just we'll all believe it when we see it, and we have to see it for the full 17 for us to really not have any worries about it because you're talking about a quarterback in his mid-30s. And, yes, he's coming off of a Super Bowl win, but you're talking about another long season. He already had a long season and postseason in this past season. Now you're talking about him trying to make another long season and postseason run again. And you have heard from the Rams during the offseason that they tried everything. Nothing was really working. Now all of a sudden they're kind of saying, well, no, it kind of did work. We're fine. It's just hard to believe. It's going to be a talking point, I think, largely, too, because of where the expectations are with this team and where the age is of this quarterback. It's going to yep. be a talking point until we see it not bother him at all for an extended period of time. I think for Stafford, as much as they have rested him during camp, and he's when he has been throwing it, he's been throwing it well, this is going to be a very, very tricky course to navigate. To do it again at his age, and just in talking to people around the Rams, this guy goes through an awful lot to get ready. And to be able to play. And we've seen that with plenty of guys before. But that only gets harder and harder as you get older. And I, I think there was a feeling for Matthew Stafford this offseason. We'll have this procedure. We'll get it fixed and we'll move on. Well, you have it. You kind of give up your offseason. But then it's not fixed. Like, that's got to be exceptionally frustrating for him. The Rams are in a good position because the rest of the NFC is just not that deep. So if he can just find his way through and be able to, you know, rest in between weeks to play, then it'll be okay. But later in the year, I'm a little concerned. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, ESPN Plus, just less than two hours away from the start of the NFL season, the Bills and the Los Angeles Rams. We've got the defending champs against the odds-on favorites. She is Amber Wilson, in for Chris Canty. I am Chris Carlin. This is what we do at 6.45 Eastern time on Canty and Carlin. Each and every time out, it is time to make you some money. Time to earn some cash. The taste of money, the smell of wealth. It's Carlin's best play of the night. The taste of money. That's right. Lap it up. All right, now last night, a little bump in the road. We told you to play Ian Happ to hit a home run. Just take it a little shot. Sure. Went 0 for 4. He had previously hit four home runs against the Reds this season. That's why I told you to do it, but we wore the collar. So, tonight's play of the day is, of course, involving the kickoff of the NFL season. We're going to play a little parlay here. We've got the Bills minus 2.5. We've got Josh Allen over 34 and a half rushing yards. Josh Allen over 34 and a half rushing yards and Matthew Stafford to throw an interception tonight. Those three in a little parlay. Amber, your thoughts? Uh, My thoughts are listen to the man and the man (laughs) being Chris Carlin because you've been right so far. Uh, Ish, ish. (laughs) <laughs> right-ish, I guess, is better than wrong. Amber, when you're right 52% of the time, you're going to be wrong 48% of the time. <laughs> Sometimes it's the worst. 
Sometimes it's the best. Best. Either way, we'll get you straight with everything you need to know. This is three and out. Still more right than wrong, Carlin. That's all that matters. Exactly. That's that's what we aim for. Three and out is brought to you by Indeed. Thinking about hiring, you need Indeed.com slash credit. Hey, we didn't even mention it today. Queen Elizabeth II passed away today at the age of 96. Now, I have never been a big follow the royalty person. I'll get in for the big events, the big weddings and such. But this was, uh, I guess the only way to put it is she was a different kind of queen. She was out there a little bit more. Well, she's the longest reigning monarch Mm. in British history which is remarkable if you think about the history of the monarchy in Britain. I'm one who loves the monarchy. You know, like I eat it up, all the history of it. I don't know of it. My mom was British. My grandmother, I don't know if that has something to do with it or whatever. I just really, really like it. I I think that her story is a fascinating one. You're talking about a girl who grew up, you know, during World War II. She was thrust into the public eye as young as 14 years old. When she was born, she wasn't supposed to be queen, right, until her father becomes king because of what his brother did. Uh, It's been a remarkable, it was a remarkable life for Queen Elizabeth II. 70 years was her reign. 70 years. Unbelievable. 96 years old. A a life well lived. And now Prince Charles will become King of England because of, uh, upon her death now at this point. So, wow, 96 years old. Unbelievable. Then, number two on our three and out tonight Dabo Sweeney. This is probably the only time the Queen and Dabo Sweeney are ever going to be mentioned together. But Dabo Sweeney gets a 10-year extension from Clemson worth $115 million. And we are somehow going to get upset about NIL, some of us, including Dabo Sweeney, who hated it when it first came up. Couldn't stand it. Oh, it makes my job harder. Yeah, it does. But you're getting 11 and a half a year. So somehow I think you'll make it work. He's just behind Nick Saban, right? With the yep. with the price of this contract and with the per annual. And and I'm sure that suits Nick Saban just fine because of course we know Saban had just renegotiated. Coming off a of Kirby Smart's deal. Like Kirby gets paid, and then Nick's like, hey, wait a second, Alabama, even though there's no reason otherwise to renegotiate here. And then here comes Dabo. How much higher can this money get? How much longer can these years get? It's it's yeah. remarkable. It's unbelievable. We know it all doesn't mean anything. I mean, 10 years is, sure, that's great from a financial perspective. You ain't going to be there 10 years if Clemson continues to look like Clemson looked last season. And, yeah. and you know, the era the era ended with the departure of Trevor Lawrence, and they go into oblivion. Dabo won't be there for 10 years. But I guess that they believe in their guy. They believe things are going to turn around. Listen, they ended up winning 41-10 the other night. Mm-hmm. But – they did not look like a classic team. And DJU, that could be a, a real concern for them. Yep. And then finally, there's Dak Prescott, who was limited in practice today, seemingly out of nowhere. Here's why. It's listed with an ankle concern. But Amber, apparently today, he was trying out, or he was trying out new cleats this week. And he went back to the old cleats because it wasn't right. And something happy tweaked his ankle in the process. I don't know that the week of the game I'm trying out new cleats. I don't understand this decision. Like, you had all of training camp 
to try. He had OTAs. I don't know. Was he there for OTAs? He had all of training yeah. camp. This is his first, you know, full offseason, preseason training camp healthy. And this is the time week one that you decide to try out new cleats. What are we doing? I don't know. He said that the, the, the cleats were too tight and that's why his ankle was sore. So he was limited in practice. That's exactly what every cowboy fan wants to hear about. Dak Prescott limited because his cleats were too tight. Dear Lord. 